What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So plenty of great action around the league on Monday. So we're just going to make the rounds and go through all of it. I think everyone should deserve to hear how their team went, how their favorite players did. So we are going to go through all of it. All right. So let's begin with the best. Let's start in San Diego. So the Padres walked it off with back-to-back home runs. David Dahl and ha Sung Kim hit back-to-back home runs to send the Padres home at the bottom of the ninth. David Dahl with a solo homer to tie the game at four apiece. And then ha Sung Kim with a solo homer to left to win the game five to four. I mean, for all the sluggers in this loaded Padres lineup, these probably weren't the two you would pick. For back-to-back game tying and game-winning homers in the bottom of the ninth, but here we are. This is what happened. I mean, these are the numbers eight and nine spots in the lineup, and these guys launched a pair of no-doubters and turned a one-run deficit into a 5-4 victory. Um, this is the first time in franchise history the Padres had won a game on back-to-back game time tying and walk-off homers. And it's actually the first time in big league history that a team's eight and nine hitters had done so. So a lot of, a lot of cool history, I'd say, you know, it's like, I mean, usually when you see, we've seen back to back homers from, from, uh, you know, players to win a game before from a team, but not with the eight and nine hitters. But any given day, anyone can hurt you in that lineup, I guess. And that's, that's the way it goes. So. The Padres got a win over the Arizona Diamondbacks out there in San Diego. Moving on, let's head to Boston where Masataka Yoshida scaled the Green Monster for his first MLB homer. Remember, Masataka Yoshida is a left-handed hitter and he, he hit it out there pretty deep. I mean, that was, that was a big blast out there. Oppo as he clears the Green Monster for his first major league homer. There's been a lot of expectation on this guy because yes they signed him for you know pretty big contract and he first of all because five years 90 million so get that out of the way it's 18 million a year but he also raked in the world baseball classic i mean he had a tournament record of 13 rbis and hit a game tying three-run homer in the semifinals against mexico as japan went on to win the classic so boston fans are excited and so far the returns are looking pretty good the Red Sox actually wound up losing 7-6 to the Pirates on Monday. But, you know, his first monster mash was big at the time because it tied the game at three in the bottom of the first inning. So, you know, Fenway has always rewarded right-handed pull hitters. I mean, just ask Adam Duvall, right? But it's always a sneak. It's always also been a sneaky good ballpark for left-handed hitters with some oppo power because you know you can get doubles off that wall and Masataka Yoshida just cleared it this time he just yeah he just hit a homer this time so through his first four games Yoshida has looked like a bona fide major leaguer he's hitting 294 with an 871 OPS through just first four games though so we'll see how that goes moving on to Houston so Jordan Alvarez hit his 100th career homer. He's the quickest Astro to reach 100 career homers. 0 to 100 real quick. They actually lost to the Tigers 7-6 in 11 innings. 
it's likely they wouldn't have been able to push the game to extras without Alvarez. You know, he's their guy. I've been saying this for days. It's going to be the Alvarez and Tucker show until Altuve gets back. But he got his 100th career homer. You know, this guy is is something special. He's going to be the heartbeat of that lineup for many years to come. You have to remember, Jordan Alvarez is only 25 years old still. He's going to be 26 in a few months. But So the Tigers actually won this game. Let me talk about them. Matt Vierling hit a go-ahead two-run homer for his first homer of the year. So Matt Vierling knows what it's like to play on the biggest stage. He did it last year with the Phillies in the World Series. But this year, he was acquired by the Tigers in a trade on January 7. So he has a big game for the Tigers, going four for five. Two runs scored, two RBIs, and a homer. So Matt Vierling did that in the 11th inning, which was which ended up being the deciding blast. Riley Green also hit a home run for the Detroit Tigers. But that was all that was all to report from Minute Maid Park as the Tigers got their first win of the season to defeat the Astros by a score of two to three. If we head out to Miami, where the Twins beat the Marlins 11-1, quite a beatdown here. I mean, obviously, offense is a story, but, uh, you know, Tyler Maley, five innings, one earned run, seven strikeouts, and then his offense just, uh, you know, they helped him out a lot, obviously. Uh, Kepler homered there in the first inning. Joey Gallo homered in the second. Trevor Larnick homered and tripled in this game. Ryan Jeffers homered in this game. Just plenty of offense as they just beat up on Johnny Cueto down there in Miami. Johnny Cueto was not fooling anybody. And he took the L. Only lasted one innings. Sorry, one inning with four earned runs. And he got chased really quick. But it, it happens. I will say Luis Arias is leading off and playing second base for the Marlins. Two for five. He's hitting 524 in the early going here this season. If we head to Chicago, the Giants beat down on the White Sox 12-3. Their offense just erupted. So after being shut out twice over opening weekend in the Bronx. They broke out their bats on the south side of Chicago. The Giants launched seven home runs on Monday night. Seven homers. Let's let that sink in. I mean, my goodness. This was just home run derby, at least a one-sided home run derby. Michael Kopech took the loss for Chicago. He ended up giving up seven home, sorry, seven earned runs and five home runs. Kopech gave up five homers. So He's going to have to figure out what he was throwing and see what the deal was because he was not he was not fooling anybody on Monday night. And these guys, I mean, Lamont Wade Jr. led off for the Giants. He had six at-bats in this game. <laughs> Just keep that in mind, six ABs. That's what happens when, you're, when your offense is, is moving like that. But Peterson with a homer, Conforto with a homer, Estrada with a homer, Yastrzemski with a homer, VR with two homers, Johnson with a homer. So that's really all to, to report from the south side of Chicago. 12-3 Giants victory just completely demolishing the White Sox. Right at Cincinnati, the Reds beat the Cubs 7-6. It's a closer game compared to what we've been talking about here. Much closer game. A close game. Just a one-run game there. 7-6. And, um, yeah, I mean, what you had was Ryan, Reds' first baseman, 
Jason Volser. So he's off to a nice start this season. It's not Joey Votto because Votto is on the injured list, trying to complete his effort to return from shoulder surgery. So Jason Volser made the opening day roster. He was one for three with a homer, three RBIs, and two runs scored. Cody Bellinger hit his first home run of the year for the Cubs. You know, we talk about how this is, or I talk about, this is a do-or-die year for Cody Bellinger. He signed a one-year deal with the Cubs. He kind of wanted to prove it, prove that he's healthy, can bounce back. But it, it really is a do-or-die year. He needs to have a good year because it's been a few down years, and this will not define it. Oh, it might define his career, define if he's going to be a starter or a bench player moving forward. He got a major league deal with the Cubs, but if he doesn't have a good year this year, he might be looking at minor league deals moving forward. So just keep an eye on Cody Bellinger, but good to see that he got his first homer of the year. Then out in D.C., the Rays beat the Nationals 6-2. So Drew Rasmussen just was lights out. Six shutout innings with seven strikeouts. So let's just talk about that for a little bit. So their ace, Tyler Glassnow, is injured right now. But the Rays rotation has just lived up to the spring training hype and has led Tampa Bay to the first four-game start in franchise history. The Rays are 4-0. Okay. So they had outstanding starts by Shane McClanahan. Zach Eflin and Jeffrey Springs. Then Drew Rasmussen was remarkably efficient over six. So pitching has led the way for Tampa Bay in the early going. They've been phenomenal. So that's been good. Then Luke Rayleigh was two for three with two homers. The, the Rays are always going to be there. You know, the Rays every year, year in, year out, they're going to be competitive. They're going to compete for that division title. And if pitching is going to lead the way for them, I mean, you know they're going to find a way to, to score around the pitching. Leading the way is taking care of a huge, a huge department that, you know, the Rays are historically pretty, pretty strong at pitching, but they usually done it with their bullpen. This year, if they're doing it with their starters, and that could even save the bullpen, that's a really big deal. That's huge. So, yeah, keep an eye on Tampa Bay. 4-0 start to the year. Heading to New York, the Yankees hosted the Phillies, and the Yankees won by a score of 8-1. to one. So it's, a, it's a short ride from Philadelphia to New York, where um, actually I don't think the Phillies, the Phillies were not home. They were in, in Arlington before, so they had to fly in. But the Phillies are 0-4 to start the year. You know, we're talking about not overreacting and things like that, but, you know, it happens. They're 0-4. They're going to need a win at some point. But, um, yeah, the Yankees won 8-1. to Glaber Torres hit his 100th career homer. Nestor Cortez was on the mound. Five innings, one earned run, three strikeouts. Alec Bohm hit well for Philadelphia. Three for four with a double and a run, but it wasn't enough. You know, Glaber Torres, like I said, a homer, three walks, two ribbies, two runs scored, and a stolen base. I mean, yeah, I mean, some guys in that Phillies lineup, Turner was good, two for five, but... Besides that, they weren't able to piece together a lot of runs. They left 18 men on base. 18 men on base. But then again, I can't really say that that's the reason because the Yankees left 20 men on base. So I guess it's just more of timing here. Um, yeah, just more of timing. The Yankees were able to get some big hits at a good time. And even if they stranded a lot of runners, they made up for it elsewhere. I've never personally been a huge fan of the left on base uh, stat. I don't think I've ever talked about this. Because it it doesn't give you much context. I mean, this is a perfect example. You have the Yankees winning by a score of eight to one, but the Yankees left more runners on base than the Phillies, and it doesn't tell you anything about 
how lopsided the score was in favor of the team that left more runners on base. I, I've never really been a fan of that. Because, I mean, yeah, sure, okay, if I go up to bat, if I go up to bat and there's someone on first base and I don't drive him in, if I don't hit a double, that's a left on base for me. I mean, what does that really mean? I didn't do my job. If I hit a single, like, like I left the runner on base, what, what are we talking about here? Or even if, but yeah, I think you get my drift. I think that's a very good example that, uh, that stat should be taken with a grain of salt. Moving out to Kansas City, the Royals beat the Blue Jays nine to five, nine to five for Kansas City. You know, Blue Jays made the trip from St. Louis, just, Across the highway there. But MJ Melendez hit a homer. He was two for five with a double and a homer. Two RBIs. Brady Singer, five innings pitched. One earned run. Nicky Lopez, one for two with a triple. Two walks, two ribbies, two runs, and a steal. So nine to five score for the Kansas City Royals. They're looking really good. At least they look good. They look good in that one game. But let me not get ahead of myself here. So the Braves beat the Cardinals 8-4. to Ronald Cunha hit a homer in that game to right field, his first homer of the season. The Orioles beat the Rangers 2-0. We saw the Rangers after 3-0 start. They get their first loss of the season. Baltimore is now 2-2 two two after that really tough loss in Boston the other day. Uh, they seem to be bouncing back. The Guardians beat the Athletics 12-11 in 10 innings. A lot of offense in that game out there in Oakland. The Angels beat the Mariners 7-3. Otani homering in this game. And it was also announced that Anthony Rendon is suspended for four games due to his altercation with the fan. He's appealing right now, but I think I, think, I don't think much is going to come of that appeal. But yeah, that's pretty good. Angels off to a 3-1 start. 3-1 and one start. And last but not least, the Dodgers beat the Rockies by a score of 13-4. Offense just kept their foot on the pedal and yeah they just keep pushing right there 13 to 4 they show what they can do when their lineup is clicking jason hayward is a dodger this year he was two for three with three ribbies in this game freddie freeman three for four the double doing his thing chris taylor home ring in this game just up and down that lineup they're just clicking and that's what the dodgers will do you know we know that they're a threat to win 100 games each year and no different this year. No different whatsoever. So that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it to someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.